Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Scott. I'm Shatay, and we're the Hazes. Welcome back to the Love Haze podcast, where we believe that healing and wholeness are not just a destination. Amen to that. We believe it's a journey, and here we talk about navigating through it. Today, we're going to share some reviews and reflections on our recent trip to St. Lucia. And y'all, it was the groove. Hey. Um, thanks for joining us on our Black Love journey. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let go. Y'all, St. Lucia was everything. That island is gorgeous and green and just heavenly. <laughs> it's divine. Beautiful brown people everywhere. Yes, Lord. Just an amazing trip. So we're going to start from the very beginning. How we got there, why we went in the first place, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all the things. We're just going to give you the nitty-gritty details of our trip. So we uh, planned this trip as a joint 40th birthday for me slash honeymoon. We got married to uh, in 2020. Shout out to all Hayes and forever. Forever, forever. <laughs> and uh, because of the pandemic, like most folks, uh, we were blessed enough to be able to have our wedding, but then the world, the U.S. world specifically, uh, shut down soon after. So we didn't get a honeymoon. Right. We were planning to actually go to what Soul Beach Music Festival mm-hmm. in Aruba, which we're going to have to circle back to that one day. Uh, but we were planning. Scotty was actually like trying to plan things for my 40th. It was like, what are your thoughts on if we do a joint birthday and honeymoon situation? And at first I was like, eh. And then I was like, that could actually be the the groove. And it was. So Scotty for the win, for sure. Uh, Look, wait a minute. You can't be telling these people you call me Scotty. What? Because like, Scotty stay like caking. That. Hey. <laughs> my boo stay caking. So we started doing research. Uh, definitely wanted to go somewhere with just some culture. Didn't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to say culture there's culture everywhere but didn't want to just be on a beach wanted to have like a really enriching mm-hmm. experience wanted to be somewhere neither of us had gone before um somewhere that wasn't too far for now considering we still didn't really know what the world was going to look like so did our research um heard great things about saint lucia found some packages and the resort seemed reasonable and the trip the flight there wasn't didn't seem too crazy. So we locked it in. We ended up going early August, seven days, four-ish hour trip from Atlanta and stayed at the Royalton St. Lucia, an all-inclusive property and had an amazing time. What else you want to share about it? Um, That we decided to do kind of a split. Um, So we made a portion of the trip uh, kind of a group celebration mm-hmm. for Shatay's 40th and uh, invited, you know, uh, a, a gang of our friends. And of course, y'all know how group trips grow, go. Uh, people were like, oh, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then people just kind of started falling off. Yeah. But uh, we ended up with a, with a nice group of about uh, 11 mm-hmm. of us. And uh, so we just let folks know that we were going like from the 5th through the 9th for Shatay's birthday. And then we were going to stay longer to celebrate individually our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So we ended up kind of being able to kill two birds with one stone. And uh, man, folks showed up and celebrated with us. And it was everything 
Yeah. You said. Yeah. So let's break down, you know, what it took to get there in case anyone's thinking about traveling. Um, talk about the property itself, some of the experiences we had, how much it costs, would we recommend it and all of that. I think I like to start with the fact that um, there's definitely something for everyone at the Royalton. There was a lot of family activities, a lot of adult activities, a, a number of things to do, even though, you know, we're still in the midst of a pandemic to get there. You know, we had to go through the precautions of a COVID test, a negative test and, um, Anything else? We had to register with St. Lucia's travel site and share share with them our negative tests. We had to mm -hmm. travel with all of that documentation, and um, I would say our vaccination records, vac vaccination records for sure. I know we're not. Well, I'll save that for one of the hazes. I just I just thought of you know some difficulties we had trying to get there, but that's mm -hmm. what we had to do to get there. And what did we do when we were there? What didn't we do? I know. Uh, we were there. Um, we did uh, a couple of different mm -hmm. um, excursions. So, uh, you want to start with group? What, dinners, whatever, uh, whatever you so like. We are not the type of people who like to go on like group vacations and have an itinerary and haze everybody's vacation because. Mm -hmm. And also for future reference, if any if any of y'all invite us anywhere, don't have no whole bunch of stuff for me to do because <laughs> I'm not coming. So I um, started a group text, mm -hmm. let everybody know what we had going on. We had a couple surprises for Shatay. So there were several different group texts, mm -hmm. uh, a couple with her on, a couple with her off. Um, so we had a couple group dinners and mm -hmm. stuff like that planned. So. The big things that I told everybody were that we were going to do a birthday party for Chate and a group outing for her. We did a, a private yacht um, party for, for um, the Saturday before Which her birthday. Was amazing. So your, your boy did good. He did <laughs> so good. He did so good. Um, we also went off uh, the resort, uh, did a private taxi. Uh, around the island, which one was the, amazing. Mm -hmm, one of the drivers took um, us to all his spots. Took us to one of his restaurants because we really wanted to try like the local food. And so we had a little three-hour tour of the island and some good local food. Uh, spent some time just kind of bebopping around the resort too, just um, enjoying all the little food truck options that they had and did some bar hopping and pool hopping uh-huh i had a massage we had a candlelight dinner on the beach uh yeah all of that just seemed it was just amazing really good food um i'm gonna tell you about how we can have fun any anywhere too so of course um you know it's closer to the uk so a whole bunch of you know kind of brits there and all other kind of stuff so there was one day in particular where we went to the pool was this the first day the very first like Friday, very yeah. very first day we went to the pool uh and like all the black folks just gravitated <laughs> to us and so we're in the <laughs> pool the drinking mm -hmm. and our music brought our music brought our speaker and we looked around in about 30 45 minutes we had a whole ass black about, pool. It was like 20 of us. It was a black pool full of Divine Nine, <laughs> HBCUs. <laughs> and we officially labeled the pool the black, black pool. pool. 
only us and it was everything just like how do we end up with the hbcu pool in saint lucia not only that on the way back um i didn't even realize i was wearing a, a it wasn't a sorority shirt it didn't have like aka on it or the shield it just kind of had pink and green lettering said mm-hmm. something about pretty girls and even in the airport on the way back it was just like divine nine love everywhere like hey hey divine nine what up what up like yeah like where are we right now just ambassadors for black culture and we are here for all of it right we're ready to fully lean into that yeah um but what else can we say about the trip itself so we did all of those excursions um i would say in total with it being an all-inclusive resort. Oh, one of the things uh, we want to break down too is that they have different options. So you can stay in the adults-only portion at the hideaway. Um, Even within the family side of things, there is a diamond club option where you get Mm -hmm. like separate um, beach access, separate pools, separate restaurants, uh, butler service, like lots of different amenities in that regard, which we had. They uh, decorated our room and put like honeymoon over the door when we first got there and would come in for turn down service and one of the butlers uh drew us a bubble bath and put rose petals in it they one day for my birthday came in and put like rose petals on the bed and said like happy birthday when i say they like spoiled me in particular right i was together. about to say that they did not spoil us <laughs> they spoiled it just the service was our butler shout out to um eldwin eldwin he was just everybody was it was really 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 good service so all of that together i think and uh, with all of the, the the things that we did we ended up spending maybe between four and five k but one of the things that really helped us is we had a, a good number of flight credits from canceled you know travel during 2020 we had some gift cards uh, still from the wedding, from our wedding, wedding as gifts. trips. So with all of that, we ended up uh, cutting our costs just in all of those credits we had, maybe about $1,100 worth. Mm-hmm. And so it was really a manageable uh, trip for us. I would say one of the hacks, if you you know want to travel in that regard, it doesn't have to be seven days, but all inclusive. If you want to, you know, work with a travel agent, then you can work out. Um, they'll do the package, usually through Delta Vacations, which is who we went through. And um, you can be paying on it monthly uh, for a set time if if you know you want to travel. And if you can, you have the opportunity to plan that far in advance. Let me tell you about how it just tapped into all my inner, like, country boyhood growing what? up, being able to put my vacation on layaway. <laughs> If y'all don't know nothing about having your mama having to put your toys on layaway <laughs> and you get them out right before Christmas, we can still call it Santa Claus. <laughs> but baby, find out how to put a vacation on layaway. Nothing like pay on that thing. Oh, don't miss the money. Have my deadline, then my vacation is paid up. And I don't have to pay for nothing else. Yeah. Except tips and when I get there. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. And every vacation on layaway. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think y'all call that now pro tip. <laughs> pro tip. Put your vacation on layaway. Okay, so then before we get into like our our um favorite moments, maybe let's just jump right into the haze itself. Like, and one of the ones I want to call out immediately uh is the passport wait time. We um, applied to renew. I had mm. to update my last name on pa- my passport and yours was about to expire. We did that like first thing in January and I got mine relatively quickly, surprisingly. 
they sent Scott back and was like, "This we don't know who you are. Send us more proof." And we was, <laughs> I was like, "What? This is just a renewal. Like, y'all knew me the first time. <laughs> what happened, B?" So right. yeah, maybe around April or May, and we're supposed to be leaving in August. He still didn't have a passport, so he's in all these travel groups trying to understand what other people did. He ended up calling our senator. They looked into it. We're able to expedite his passport, and so he got it sooner. So that was that thing. But still, it took from January to June to get my passport. Um, some other people have told me it's just worth the money to just go ahead and expedite. Yeah. Uh, but I figured since we were doing it in January, like I didn't need to to expedite. Right. But what I didn't consider and what I heard in a lot of the travel groups were that a lot of the people from those agencies were still working from home. Mm. So people trying to like process all of your documents from their home and dealing whatever with yeah. whatever life looks like for them. Yeah. So they were backed up, backed up. Yeah. So you had some people, depending on your location, like getting that stuff right away. And then other folks like me. Uh, not getting it at all. And I was reading these horror stories about people like missing their trips. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, this this won't be me. Mm -mm. I soon contacted Raphael Warnock <laughs> and let him know that I'm a constituent yes. and I, I need my ish. And also we uh, stood in line four hours in South Fulton to vote. And also again in right. uh, January. So thank you kind sir for uh, your you, service. Sir. <laughs> really appreciate you. Appreciate you paying it, paying it forward, right, paying right. it back. Um, what else was a haze? Get, I mean, so all of these things are really COVID specific. And then we have one that's very not COVID specific. But when we got there, so we traveled there and then getting off the plane, being processed in St. Lucia was like another hour and a half to show them our documentation. And this is not customs. Like this was getting off the plane before you get into the airport. They had us in this dome where they checked our temperature where they checked all of our documentation, um, proof that we have been vaccinated, proof that, you know, all of those things. And that just took a while because it's like everybody getting off the flight had to be processed at the same time, which was a lot. Let me tell you, like, even before you get to that, though, like how I'm going to put some respect on Hartsfield Jackson International we the, we Airport. have the best airport in the world. Yeah. All right. So getting off the plane in St. Lucia, we damn near did the decline of the crate challenge to get <laughs> off. They, they literally like pushed a, re a regular ass ladder up to, to the plane and we had to get off doing ladder. that. It felt like just a regular ladder. Okay. But it wasn't, it wasn't that serious. It was... It was decent, but you still get off to the outside yep. of the plane mm -hmm. and uh, the sun is beaming down and, you know, you got your little carry-ons or whatever. And then you have to go in and it's like they're hurting you through, the you NBA know, the, bubble. right. It's bubble hurting off. you through, you know, to um, show your proof of vaccination. So show your, um, your, um, oh, and with your proof of vaccination, if you had not had both of your shots, like you get a different color wristband mm -hmm. and yeah. you're not allowed to go off of the resort. Yeah, and travel freely through the island. I honestly don't know how much they were like checking that for real, for mm -hmm. real. But we had like white bands because we had been fully vaccinated, and some folks um had like pink. a pink or something band mm -hmm. uh, that said like maybe they uh, just weren't fully vaccinated. They had only mm -hmm. had one, or maybe it had been less than fourteen days between their second one and them them being there. But the biggest haze, y'all, is the long ass travel day from like at least for us. Because there's only one flight each day from Atlanta mm -hmm. to St. Lucia. 
So we get to the airport early, knowing that there, we would need to allot some additional time because it's with traveling within a pandemic. So we did that and we just knew we were gonna have breakfast like at a restaurant in the airport. Like something's gonna be open. We're gonna have a good meal. That wasn't real. We found our way into some place that gave us, we had continental breakfast and we were still like, when we get to the airport in St. Lucia, we will grab some food before we get to the resort. We get off the plane, wait an additional hour and a half to go through the processing, get outside and there is nothing. Like there's not a, not an ant store, a food truck, cart, nothing. There are some St. Lucians, some locals who work at the right. airport with a cooler with some bottled water in there. That's they it. are selling for $2 each. And so we got some water and was like, surely we'll be able to make it to the hotel and be all right. There is another hour and a half minimum <laughs> trek from the airport. Once you get outside and through it to the resort, because it's St. Lucia's rainforest. It's like tons mm -hmm. of rainforest. So the road, there's no straight shot. There was no highway. I did not once see a highway. We were traveling roads through um, rainforest. Hmm. And, and the, the, the airport is on one side of the island and the resort is on the, the top other end yeah. of the island. And so um, you are traveling and people were talking about like renting cars, but you don't want to do that. The, <laughs> the road, the roads are banana. First of all, they on the other side of the road. Yeah. And the, left. the roads are so windy and they be passing each other in like what we considered non-passing zones mm -hmm. and just be blowing at each and other. And it's like, and if you, if you, your options are either to hit the car head on, to drive your car into somebody's house or to drive your car <laughs> off a cliff. Like those, those are the only options. Okay. So I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm not interested in driving in St. Lucia at ever. all. Like in ever. <laughs> at all. At all. Yeah, so by the time we got to the resort, then they got to do the COVID processing, like sanitize all of you and your mm -hmm. stuff and, and do your your temperature stuff, do the check-in process. At least they did have some like snack type food in the Diamond Club check-in, mm -hmm. but we were so hangry by the time we checked in, y'all. It was just, it was, it was just, yeah, we were just hangry as hell. But we knew, so this is how we got through our haze. This is how we navigated it. On the way back, we we had a huge breakfast at the resort. We had sandwiches to go. Right. <laughs> the, the butler bought us sandwiches. We were ready. We stocked up on all kinds of food, and it really did make it like more, more bare, tolerable. yeah, more mm -hmm. tolerable for sure. Um, so I would just say, if you're traveling, um, and especially if you have a long travel day. Don't expect to eat as soon as you get there. And there's gonna there's gonna be some, you know, a good amount of time between you getting to off the airport to, to the resort. So just be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are your some of your favorite moments from the trip? Uh I have so many. I think the first time we went in the room and opening up the the sliding door and going mm -hmm. out and like seeing the the ocean mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. I was one of my favorites. Um, just, I don't know, something about being able to look out over the water and just not seeing an end to it. Yeah. And knowing that it's God and yeah. all those things. Like every, every connection that I have to like beach and water, 
kind of things. I get that same feeling every time I, I, I step foot out and you smell that fresh air and it uh, just all hits you at one time. You're just able to relax for a moment and just release and just, okay, this is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is what mm-hmm. I should be here for. Yeah. We had a beautiful view from like the bed facing the the ocean which was gorgeous and even at nighttime when you can't see it you could still open the sliding doors and hear the waves i think was really Mm -hmm. nice some of my favorite moments were definitely that um birthday cruise like just it took me a moment from the moment we like took off from the port and just how blue that water was the mountain views how green some of that was the sun shining my people around where i just was immersed in just gratitude I just, all i could do is just sit there and be grateful because it was just mm-hmm. that was an amazing experience i jumped off the boat into the water even though i was terrified <laughs> guess who stayed on the boat <laughs> and guy. um we had a really great local dj who turned up that was just an incredible incredible moment the blackpool moment was definitely mm-hmm. one of my favorites and I think all of the moments that I had to just spontaneously burst into dance throughout. (laughs) Your favorite thing. There was just music everywhere. And so to just be on our way from dinner to back to the room and just like they have, they had, you know, entertainment every night and to hear, you know, back that ass up or any other song, (laughs) just be like, wait, wait, they're calling me. Just Are you going you know, to tell these people what kind of connection you got with, with back that ass up? I don't. Like, no, okay. no, no. Right. But still, just. It's ridiculous. Like a 20 plus year connection to I that mean, song, but whatever. Let's, let's keep it real. Anybody who was in college between 98 and like 2002, three or four have the same connection Let's let very clear our uh, what was that 15 year reunion in college uh, to the Spelman College. And we had each <laughs> each reunion year um, had a song that they were playing to like that was their song of the time. They legitimately, when they called class of 03, played the beginning of Back That Ass Up. <laughs> so it is not just me. It is all of us who were in school at that time. And just all I heard was Spelman getting real hood. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just some, we had some really beautiful experiences, moments, um, that I think I will cherish for forever. And what about the not so great moments? Well, going back to the great moments, because I had more great moments than just, you know, seeing the view, but I think our people being with us. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Anybody that knows me I'm, knows I'm all about friendship mm-hmm. and family. all about family, uh, being with my people and to be able to go that far and like have your people in tow and to be able to like do life. Squad. Uh, yeah. Those, those squad go uh, and just gang, gang it out. And even though we didn't make plans to be together all the time. We, we were would, together all the we time. We were together all the time. <laughs> Like everybody in the um in the WhatsApp group, like what time we're going to eat, like, what y'all doing, meet us up here, that kind of thing. But I wanted it to happen that way. I, I didn't want to plan anybody's vacation. Yeah. Um, and, and things moments... happen organically. Right. 
there were moments where couples like planned their own thing. So mm-hmm. some folks actually had a massage while other people were at, other people were at the pool. One of our friends went to do golf. Couple people like went to the mud, the sulfur experience, volcano experience, where mm-hmm. you take the mud bath and do the waterfall. We opted that just didn't feel like our group, but a lot of people went and had a really great time. Pretty girl over here. I was just like, I want to. Why do I want to do a mud bath though? <laughs> And then what? It's gonna get in my locks. And then what? What am I supposed to do? Get in the waterfall. But anyways, but a lot of people enjoyed it. And actually, a number of folks that we talked to on the trip who had done it said that that was like their the best experience. So definitely, you know, if that's your thing, go for it. It won for us. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, definitely all the group dinners, all mm-hmm. of the um, I I really enjoyed like going around the island, mm-hmm. seeing how the people live. Yeah. Um, and being able to go to their restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, we went to one the initial day was that commercial. was just like mm-hmm. commercials, just like right off the resort, and they just charging a whole bunch of money for regular mm-hmm. food. So, but uh, the taxi driver that took us there was like, "Hey, you should let me come in, get y'all, and take y'all around." And we paid him; he took us around. We asked to like go where he eats, mm-hmm. and we went to one of his local favorites and really enjoyed it. Listen, the food was amazing. I don't do wings like that for real. And it seemed like everywhere in the island, they had wings as an, a food option, which I was kind of like, this is what y'all eat. But we went to his spot, like the local spot. And one of the things that I picked up on while we were kicking it with the locals is when you come in, you greet everybody. So, you know, in the States, especially if it's folks, you know, we end up hugging each other. Um, when we greet that everybody there as just a standard greeting, says good followed by whatever the thing is good morning good afternoon good evening Mm -hmm. whenever you come into a space whether you know the people or not everybody you need to say good afternoon or good evening or whatever um so that was interesting but those wings at that literally hole in the wall spot off some back road in castries i think were the best swings I have ever had in my entire life. They were so good. I couldn't bring myself to get chicken. I just, I was like, this is so black. <laughs> go all the way to St. Lucia and be like, you know what I'll have? I'll have your chicken wings. <laughs> so I got fish, but I also regretted just, it. Yeah, I regretted her, uh, chicken wings really bad. Yeah. So. And it's all about preparation too mm-hmm. and their spices. And they give you so many, um, Sides. So many sides. It was carb heavy. Yeah, they they call, they call provisions. So the provisions for that meal were it was like some kind of pasta, then a salad, some rice, some. It was just like a whole bunch of things that doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it go with with what we ordered, but it was. But the driver um, was trying to give us a little bit of history and telling us like when they didn't have a lot of food, like mm-hmm. the provisions were like all they had, and he was like, it means just that. It's provisions. It's, it's like, like they have enough to fill you up, enough yeah. to get you by. That makes sense. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about the food specifically. They had something called saltfish that I wasn't a huge fan of. That kind of I think what with um, that they served either at breakfast or lunch. There's That's this- more Caribbean anyway. So okay. I have that a lot in Jamaica. Um, in Scott and I tried the ackee and saltfish. Uh, okay, yeah. and then we had this. The, what's the bread that they had in the morning? Fried bun or fried bake? I can't forget. Remember what they call fried it? Fried bake. That was I wasn't a huge fan. I, it, it looks like 
something that could potentially have been a beignet without the powdered sugar, but it was a little not, bit more dense. I yeah, think. it wasn't that experience. And I think you're supposed to eat it with the salt fish mm-hmm. and maybe to cut the salt. But that wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of that. And there was something else that they had. Oh, what do we have right off the tree on the on the trip with the cab driver? He pulled some fruit. Was that guava? Might have been guava. That was really good, really fresh. So. You know, we tried we tried as much as we possibly could or that we, we were exposed to to kind of get a really good sense of, um, you know, how they live, their culture, mm-hmm. what they do. That was cool. I would definitely want to go back and spend some time um, there. So not so great things? Not so great things. Um, I'm going to think about that. Other than like the... Um, Say it. What? The restaurant. <laughs> so there's one restaurant on the resort. I think we went there. Was it the second night? Mm-hmm. So the second night we went to this mm-hmm. Italian. Wait, or the second or third night. Mm-hmm. We went to this Italian restaurant and it was garbage. It was awful. <laughs> it was just regular ass awful. <laughs> um, and I'm, in hindsight, I think you should probably not go to St. Lucia and want Italian. But they did some things very, very well. And we um, were trying to try every restaurant on the property. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we want some Italian food. It's like, oh, let's try this restaurant this night so we can, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got that out of the way, though. And it wasn't like deeper off into the stay. But yeah, it just wasn't good. Um, the service wasn't good. The The other hack for like all inclusive restaurants, especially when you go to dinner, all of the portions are going to be pretty small. Yeah. So just prepare yourself to order like two or three things that you may want to try because the portions will be small and it'll be enough to maybe like share. And so get you a couple of things. Um, but yeah, that was the only bad, I feel like dining experience that we, yeah. that we had. Yeah. Everything else was great. I agree. So that was probably my least favorite moment of the whole whole trip but overall it was an excellent trip and aside from just like the long travel days and um yeah that one food experience and all the trouble we had to get to go through to get there and leave there other than that just like a really really excellent trip and other thing that i really appreciated was even though it backs you up a little bit to like get into restaurants and stuff their process for like checking checking in, um, you have to sanitize your hands. They will take your temperature. Mm-hmm. You will wear your mask. They not you're not gonna have a video like you have here in the states of like somebody like refusing to put their mask on. They're not having conversations with you about whether they're gonna serve you or not. Yeah. Like it will turn their back on you yeah. and serve someone else. Like had all these little kids and stuff running around with like no mask on and whatever. I guess they were doing at home. And they were just like moved on to the next person. And the child was like, it was a little kid in line and me, like looking up at me. I was like, bruh, I guess you better go get your mask. I don't know what you want. Yeah. They, uh, every single restaurant, whether it was a bar or like legitimately would not let you walk up to it without your mask mm-hmm. being your temperature taken and being uh, sanitized. So they were very clear. And they have really great protocols too about um, anything that was going on on the property. So just overall, really, really solid staff. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, it rained quite a bit when we were there, like almost daily. I don't know if it was exactly daily, but it rains there. It's rain, you know, rainforest kind of uh, habitat. And so um, it doesn't rain for long. It might rain for a little bit 
quite honestly, people aren't phased by it. Like mm-hmm. they used to stay in the water, stay in their cabana and let it pass because it always does pass. But this one night it's supposed to be a pretty severe storm coming through. And they were like shutting down all the restaurants, telling people like, if we have to close this restaurant, we will bag up like box lunches mm-hmm. or dinners yes. for you. You can go and pick them up and like giving us the notifications of why they're shutting things down. Just like really, really, really great property and friendly staff overall. Mm-hmm. And I think that it it kind of spoke to like how much they depend on tourism too mm-hmm. in their industry. Like yeah. can't afford for y'all to be having an outbreak over here. Mm-hmm. So you're going to abide by this or you are going to be excommunicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, really just a great time. Okay. So we talked about costs and great moments and, uh, things that we've done, the haze, any reflections from the trip and, you know, apart from like, it was great and we love our people. What, what do you, if anything, did you bring back as like the takeaway from the trip? I think mine was like, uh, trying to. I think I spoke a little bit about this last episode, just like how I don't want vacation to be the only time I'm able mm-hmm. to relax. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and the caveat to that is ain't no sleep like vacation sleep. Mm. Ain't no sleep like when you ain't got to get up to go to work. Go to work. Mm-hmm. When you don't have anything to do, really, yeah. or whatever plans you do have, they're, they're very fluid because I could be sleep. Uh, something to be said for being able to turn on TV in order room service from the TV and and lay down, go lay down <laughs> until it get there till there's a knock on the door. Um, but I, I want to uh, be more intentional about making sure that um, peace follows me. Mm. You know, not, not that it just um, exists somewhere else on earth. So just like... That you have to go to it. Right, that I got to yeah. go, that I got to go yeah. to it. Yeah. Right? I think uh, I just want to do things with more intention and make sure that I maintain my peace here. So just like the belief that that we share that um, God is not something that's external, like is inside of us, I think that I want to have the same approach to my peace yeah. and being able to even see God in, in things that are, are here, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, being able to point that out and not just relegating God and peace and all things love and freedom. Uh, even to just being on vacation. Having to escape to get those mm-hmm. things when we yeah, have access to, to it right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's beautiful. One of the, I guess a couple of reflections that I have, I was pretty reflective most of the trip because I'm kind of a deep digging chick. And also I was turning, you know, 40. I was like, what, you know, one of the things I appreciate about my life right now and who I am right now, who I'm becoming and, you know, would have liked to maybe do a little bit more reflecting around, you know, loving on previous versions of myself, which we'll talk about later um, in another conversation. So I was just kind of really just thinking about life from that lens, like, okay, moving into a new decade, who am I? What is here with me now that I want to keep? Is there anything I want to you know, changed. Am I, have I, what have I evolved past? Just kind of, and, and nothing, um, Two major from those reflections, but the one thing, um, I guess maybe two things. One of the one, the things that I took from the fact that it rained every day and then the rain went away was just like the sun is always there or the rain doesn't last forever. And so basically the sun is always there to tap into. 
in terms of like peace, joy along your, your thoughts. So that was one thing I kind of stood out to me like, huh, it rains every day, but everybody's okay. And like it, it stops and then the sun comes back out. So that felt like a very um, powerful message, message to observe that the island mm-hmm. just kind of taught. Um, and the, the other thing along with that, you know, just kind of looking at all of the banana trees and the fruit that grows naturally and people fishing from there and how people just like are living from the land, living from what the island produces is another like testament to like everything that you need is here. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to search or go anywhere. Like everything that you need is here within you. Um, and then maybe the other thought and i'm losing it oh in terms of what i want to do or how i want to live afterwards is uh i loved how like just the pace was just chill there was like no worries we weren't anxious we weren't trying to get somewhere we had times that we had to be at places but there was no angst or anxiety around it and i really have tried to keep that in my life since coming Mm -hmm. back and my work is super demanding i have meetings most days all day and i would always before vacation like go to them like frantic energy like there's so much to do i gotta go to this thing and this thing and this thing and then i still have this like long laundry list of things to get through and it just kept me really like tight and antsy and even getting the massages my muscles were just really tight and so i've just been since the trip trying to be mindful about like yes there's a lot to do like wherever i'm wherever i am that's where i'm supposed to be and I will go to them and be on time for them, but I don't have to carry with me anxious energy around it. So just kind mm-hmm. of really keep that whole pace and feel of vacation with me into mm-hmm. every day. And their their lives seem to be so much better just by not being rushed. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if we mentioned like how how much um, I know I love like going to places where it's us. So even the service industry is is all of us people that look like us, yeah. people who you know um, are the wait staff and the butlers and all those folks are they're us the cab drivers everyone they 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 look like us mm-hmm. and uh, you have an opportunity to talk with them and uh, all of that stuff I I enjoy that but they seem so cool like not in a rush um, the service is good but they help you to kind of bring it down a notch. Yeah. You know, and they ask questions like, it'd be, I, and I knew when something was going down every damn day, push a day, because our butler would be like, and what time do you think you'll be back? <laughs> like, what you get ready to do? <laughs> but yeah. uh, just just the energy of like, let to make it happen, and 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 done with the spirit of excellence. Yeah, you know, but yeah. not just rushed. Spirit of excellence, indeed. So when we were at the restaurant with our cab driver, whom we had met like 24 hours before, then, and uh, we were in that the spot, apparently some locals came through trying to pitch some kind of business thing. Mm-hmm. And they quickly, the la- conversation lasted like not even a full minute and folks left. And then our cab driver and the person that was working the counter were talking about like, did you see them uh, trying to like sell me this thing? Didn't even introduce themselves and tell us what it was. And they just started talking about professionalism, like mm-hmm. in this place, in a very chill kind of way. Like, you gotta, you gotta come correct. You gotta come better than that. They didn't use that language, but I was like, this is a, like, it's just, it seems to be infused in the way that they live. I think is mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you gotta be about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a nice formula for, for living your best life. Yeah. And uh, absolutely. Like incorporating, like taking care of your business, but also enjoying life. Like life yeah. is life is actively happening to yeah. us or, or it's happening. And, you know, we can get on board and, you know, choose to be anxious and be rushed and, mm. you know, not live. Uh, you mm. go, I, I got a frat brother who used to always say, live, live while you're living because you're a long time dead. Like you got forever to be dead. You better live this life and live it with intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You speaking that just brought to my attention or thought, be anxious for nothing. That's right. a whole, mm-hmm. be anxious for nothing is a whole vibe and probably the whole mood for um, St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. So a whole bunch of reflections mm-hmm. from the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had our speaker with us pretty much everywhere we went. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you on music for the moment uh, today. So what is what does this trip feel like? What is the music for St. Lucia? What would encompass yeah. how we felt during that time? So I'm usually not this trendy. Like, it's just <laughs> not who I am. But I am in love with Essence by Wizkid. And let me tell you why this is absolutely the music for this moment, for this trip. Picture this, y'all. We're on a sunset cruise. It is literally sunsetting. We're headed back to the port, like to the uh, to dock. And the DJ who had his little iPhone and was just jamming with his his music. It was so good. He had just finished playing a whole little set of 2000s club <laughs> hip hop joints. And now everybody, the, the energy is settling. Mm-hmm. And he puts on Essence. And gives one of the ladies a lap dance. Uh, that's probably the best male <laughs> yeah. lap dance I've seen ever given. But it was just like I'm offended. <laughs> he was like, all he was turning upside down and doing all kinds of stuff. That was like, okay, uh, Mr. DJ Man. And it was just this kind of the essence of the whole trip mm-hmm. was like it was just such a vibe. It was calm but still joyous. There was still gratitude there. There was love there. There was laughter there. Um, and that just speaks to the whole trip. And I will also say to take it even further, the whole idea of just essence and the reflection that I was doing for this milestone birthday, the essence of who we are as beings, and that whole just kind of, if you break it down, if you if you think about it, if you choose to, I don't need no other body. Um, the song could really be a love song to ourselves and like, mm-hmm. I have everything that I need. I don't need anything else. I have the joy that I need. I have the love that I need. I have the laughter that I need. I have the friendship that I need. And it's just, it's a whole, it's a whole vibe. So anytime I hear that song, it's been on repeat, repeat quite a bit here. Yes, it <laughs> it's just like, I can't help but think about um, the incredible trip that that was and the incredible experiences and who I am uh, because of it. So. You don't need no other body. You don't need no other body. We want the regular version too, not the Bieber remix. Yeah. He didn't add much to that. Okay. Anyways, on another episode, critiquing music. Um. Anything else there? Not that I could think of. Other than if anybody like to sponsor us, um, back to St. Lucia, we're open. <laughs> or I will anywhere. say, um, though, that uh, 
because my wife is who she is, we had a full-on production meeting <laughs> while we were in um, St. Lucia. And I appreciated the, yeah. the opportunity to like have some time, some downtime to think. Yeah. And so we really uh, came up with this concept of, of, around like Black love journeys while we were there and kind of what it's going to look like. So as we talk about like being Black and abroad, um, and having a, a black love that travels well and um, being on this journey of black love, not just um, getting on a plane and traveling, but like navigating through life um, as a couple, you know, and uh, I think our higher power was able to kind of speak to us yeah. um, and provide some space to where we could download some information about kind of where we want to see this go, uh, this podcast and how we want to uh, continue to evolve um, as a couple and as as a podcast unit as well. So I think that you'll be uh, hearing more about and seeing a lot more about uh, Black Love Journeys as a result of, you know, some of the things that we uh, were able to take in there and how we believe that, you know, this thing is really about navigating through life. Absolutely. And that he's the brain, the brains behind the whole <clears throat> navigating through life with black through black love journeys, which I think is incredible and so spot on. And also just for the sake of inclusivity, yes, we are a couple, we are a unit, but as my grandmother says, one is a whole number. So we mm -hmm. are also individuals. And so for those who might not be in a unit just yet, or maybe you don't desire to, there is still um something to consider in terms of black love journeys love with yourself it doesn't have to be mm -hmm. romantic love you we are still in relationship with others whether that be parents or siblings or aunties uncles friends mm -hmm. co-workers and so all of that um requires navigating through some things yeah. sometimes really pleasant things and sometimes not so pleasant and so we just we want to talk about all of it and um not teaching anything but just talk about how we've managed to navigate through and how we experience. Yeah. And um, I think the the one the through line for me is that it it is that it is black and it is love. And uh, it's a journey. And, and it's a journey, <laughs> you know, whether it's loving yourself or loving your people, mm -hmm. um, you know, navigating relationships with friends, family, co-workers, whatever it may be. It is indeed a journey and it is unique to us as as black people. And um, you know, we we welcome anybody else to tune in. Yeah. But this will forever be black love. Allies so. are welcome, but also mm. Mm. already. And so on that note, we're gonna close it up for now. Uh, we appreciate y'all always for rocking with us. Uh life, as we say here, and how as we've been talking about this entire time, life will always present us with the haze. But we, all of us, have everything that we need to navigate through it and the most important thing is to is that you know that you're not alone mm. so man y'all keep rocking with us yeah. uh join us and and we're gonna navigate through this thing together mm. till next time y'all peace Tell me where you hide from me. Oh.